We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition, Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Ole Miss men's basketball picks up its first SEC win of the season in Columbia yesterday, beating uh, beating the Gamecocks. I don't even have the final in front of me, but pretty pretty handedly. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit, and then uh, apparently we're gonna talk some rumors. I see it in the headline here. Yep. As we uh, getting going. Um, we were discussing a few of those off air, so I guess we'll bring a little of that on air here this morning as well. So I hope all of you have a, a wonderful day. Some news yesterday. Ole Miss picking up a new coach, a new re, uh, a new commitment, going after some other coaches as well. So we'll take you through everything that we can this morning on the show, brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Lunch specials, they change every day. You get any size fountain drink, bread with those orders. Also the uh, the hot case featuring the ribs that can take care of dinner tonight. Hotter Hot waiting on you, wet or dry, and ready to go. They're from the Oxford Exxon. They've got, uh, got chicken-sized desserts. So many options there on uh, on Highway 6 West or up and down I-55 and throughout North Mississippi as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. Call that number. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote. Within 15 minutes and business hours, right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can chop it around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Again, 662-257-1900. Guests will join on the rafters. Not rafters. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Not rafters. There's a lot of muscle memory there, okay? It's going to be all right. Yep. It's going to be okay. On the uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline, if you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, you are an experienced entrepreneur who's looking to diversify, uh, Andy Ludecki can help with any of that. He's a longtime Rivals board member. He is a uh, diehard college football fan, a franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. 
So call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy anytime at Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or you can call him 404-973-9901. I went ahead and published the Walker Howard story, by the way, Neil. He is now committed. Oh, is it done? Um, Yeah, he is committed on the internet, so... Okay. You had already gotten up this morning and uh, changed it to Wednesday on the uh, on the story, so I updated the headline. You also predicted he would announce it on Twitter. He did announce it on Twitter, so congratulations there. You got got, got that got that free space right. Um, I was like, I knew something. Just, just saying. Kind of knew. So uh, Walker Howard to Ole Miss. So it's done. They get the quarterback. It's good dovetail into the day. So we're going to talk some quarterbacks. So one uh, one thing falling there. While I'm uh, make putting it on the board and all, tell us. Uh, uh, I got it. I got it right now. I'm, okay, I'm doing it for you. Are you? Yep. Okay. You guys are getting us in real time a little bit, so just uh, just hang in for one second while we. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it as we speak. While we do that, I got up. The first thing I did this morning was go into admin and change Tuesday to Wednesday. I kind of felt like it would be Wednesday, but there was some talk that it might happen late yesterday afternoon. Oh, really? He was driving up here yesterday. Okay. And so he wanted to do it from here. Whatever. And so, yeah, I, I didn't know whether he would, you know, knock that out yesterday afternoon or whether he would do it kind of bright and early today. But it's done. 70-58, by the way, the final on the basketball game yesterday, the Rebels over the uh, the Gamecocks. Matt Morrell played well yesterday. Um, We'll get to that. Not, not at the moment. Uh, the other news that I was going to mention is that um, Wes Neighbors is now on the staff for Ole Miss. He is going to uh, he's going to coach safeties for Lane Kiffin for uh, for Pete Golding. He's been a position coach at Maryland, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, South Florida, Florida Atlantic. Was on Kiffin's staff at FAU during the uh, eighteen and nineteen uh, nineteen seasons as uh, as well. So from uh, from Huntsville. <clears throat> Was at Alabama for a little while as well. Kiffin knows him from uh, from there. Was a is a GA and analyst there um, at Alabama during uh, during those time periods. I reported last night. I feel pretty good about it that Ole Miss has offered a uh, position to former Ole Miss staffer Marquise Watson, who's at Rutgers right now. As of ten o'clock ish last night, he had not made a decision. They've offered in the defensive tackles job joiner would continue to coach ends yeah in that in that scenario which tells me that Gold- isn't there one too many coaches tells me that golding would probably coach he's always coached linebackers but he could coach secondary yeah and now he's doing safeties now yeah I, but don't they have one too many people you get 10 assistants are you counting crumb and partridge no i'm not I'm, no i'm not counting either one of okay them. Heard a little buzz, by the way, that uh, Partridge just talked to Oregon for some level of oh, position. Okay, for whatever that is, that is worth. The people that keep trying to fit him on the staff, I'm like, you, nope, that's not going to be a <laughs> nope. It's a exercise in total futility. Ole Miss would like him to get a great job because it would offset some buyout, but um, no, I, I do not see that to be the uh, to be the case for whatever whatever comes next for for for, for Chris there in the in that one so no i'm not counting he or he or chrome in this uh in this thing I'm, let me pull it up real quick because now i'm just curious okay so we know for sure one two three four five six seven eight okay they only have 
They have nine counting neighbors right now. Okay. So Watson would be 10. Watson would and be 10. And that's it. Yes. Right? So who do they have coaching secondary right now? Right now, they have just him at safeties because Sam Carter's gone from corners. Right. So they have neighbors coaching safeties. There is a corner spot open and then another just job open. Okay. So, yeah, you could take defensive line, cut it into two. And then hire a cornerbacks coach. And let. No, 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 no. You only got one more spot. Okay. It had to be Watson. That's it. And Golding would have to do. On the defensive side of the ball right now. I know we're being really confusing. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure this out. On the defensive side of the ball right now, Pete Golding, it just says defensive coordinator, Randall Joyner, and neighbors. That's it. Okay. You could let someone go on the offensive side and add another defensive coach. Could. Yeah. As of today, John David Baker, tight ends, co-offensive coordinator, Biagi special teams, Blackwell running backs. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. I get it. I'm just I'm I'm setting up as of eight twenty eight this morning for people to understand. I think I already know the fix. Garrison offensive line, Golden defensive coordinator, Joiner defensive line, Nick's wide receiver, Weiss offensive coordinator, quarterbacks, and then neighbors safeties. Okay. That's where it's sitting right now. Yeah, I, I know how that gets fixed. Did it, 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 it you got that solved? I just needed to think through it. It's Pretty, all good now. I mean, <laughs> God. It's a new world. What is? It is that. Ole Miss picks up an offensive line commit yesterday as uh, as well from uh, from Washington. Victor Kern, yeah. uh, he and I have communicated via Twitter, did a direct message. I messaged him last night. He messaged me back at 2.20-some-odd in the morning. So I think at some point today we'll talk. Um, he was a tackle. He played, I think he started 23 games over his career at Washington, uh, at tackle. So at a minimum, I'm guessing that he comes in and provides them that third swing tackle, which I think is important that you have, you can't just, you, you can't go into a season and go, okay, well, we have five offensive linemen. Let's go. Just hold up. The Cincinnati Bengals say hello. Experience depth is worth its weight in gold and something Ole Miss did not have this past season. He got beat out last season by a very talented freshman at Washington. Um, but I'm going to guess that he can swing between the two tackle spots. And so he gives them an, another another guy who can play there. They added McGee, Quincy McGee, yesterday. And keep in mind, Jeremy James, not that the spring matters for veteran guys because it doesn't, but Jeremy James will not be going through spring because he's recovering from shoulder surgery. So these guys will get reps at spots that Jeremy would normally play. Yeah, I mean, I posted this morning. I don't know what to make of it because I'm always very hesitant with PFF College grades. I love the snap counts. I love a lot of the analytics that they do that's very statistical. The problem that I have with grades for them, and they try their best, it is what it is, is that they don't always know the assignment. So from a lineman standpoint, it's so hard to know exactly what that guy was trying to do to then give him a plus or a minus grade for that play. But I did find it interesting that Kroon's grades at Washington were all really good. They were above average, and his season grades for all four years 
individually were higher than any 2022 Ole Miss offensive lineman this this past season. Um, again, what to make of that? That's up to you. It's merely a data point, but I did find that that interesting. The only player from an offensive line standpoint that had higher grades in 2022 for Ole Miss, higher than Croons at Washington, was Mason Brooks and his limited action. Everybody else was was below that 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 number. So again, just we'll see. But nonetheless, yeah, you're. Uh, you, you need workable depth. They need they they need guys. They need the the starters to get better. Frankly, especially at the tackle spots with Williams and uh, and and Pettis. So it's uh it, it it makes sense from that that realm all the way. Um, see what happens with Marquise Watson. He's beloved around here. It's a really good recruiter, top up and coming young coach. That makes a lot of sense. That would obviously help if you wanted it to with Davis Nigmanosin, depending on what NIL situations he might have at other locations or what would be going on somewhere else. So you have that going on as well. So it's a we're not it's not silly season, but there's certainly a lot of movement right now. I'll, I'll put it that way. Today's the last day guys can get in the portal for this correct. cycle um, until May first. Until May first, there will be a ton of activity unless everyone's wrong. And here lately, people aren't wrong. Oh, you think a lot of activity today? No, I think there'll be a lot oh, of activity May. in okay. May, a ton in May. May 1 through 15 will be lots of guys jumping in the portal. The second part of May will be guys committing places and getting someplace by June to go through off-season programs. And then hopefully it will slow down. Do you think two Lou Griffins on Ole Miss's roster in the fall? Ooh. Certainly a lot of buzz, a lot of smoke. I mean, I hope so, just so I can watch the individual meltdown about the tampering. world burn. Because no, he said the full-on investigation should he transfer. I mean, they're they're, they're going to open up all the books. Listen, listen. I, I realize that that is appealing to his base. <laughs> I get it, and so state from, only gets tampered with. They never tamper. They and, only get tampered with. And so, in many ways, I, I admire the business acumen here. I mean, it, it's solid. Right. I mean, you know, hey, I'm going to embrace this. The one thing I will give the NCAA a complete and total pass on is tampering. I mean, I just can't even imagine. The phone rings at Indianapolis. Hey, Toledo has been tampering with Eastern Michigan. Yeah, dude, we we, we don't have time for that. Figure it out. (laughs) Mind your own house. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're asking the NCAA to to handle every tampering accusation, you you just don't understand manpower. No way. So I mean, I, I get why he does that. Again, that's it's it's a bit. I think it's a business decision on his part more than it is anything else. And a bit. And it's a bit, yeah. And it works because it appeals to the majority of their base. Eleven I, I hours. You, to I've told you we. Oxford High School played Startville on Friday night, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you. One of the reasons that that thing is weird is because Oxford doesn't hate Starkville the way Starkville hates Oxford. There's a difference. Trickling down into prep. Yeah, there's a difference in the hate. Like, if you go to an Oxford high school game against Starkville, there's no mention of, like, the Magnolia Cup or whatever. Just no one thinks about it or whatever. You go there, they're three. Welcome to Mississippi State, home of the three-time Magnolia Cup. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, these are high school kids. They, don't, what are you, what they you? announced that at the pregame? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But it's part of their deal, and it's it's ingrained. It's different. So I get what he does. It, he's just 
<laughs> it's just good business. Because what else is he going to do? Go work for the Washington Post? I'm, I'm, really? Yes. Yes, Tulu Griffin on his Twitter 11 hours ago said, uh, let's see, tomorrow at noon with uh, cross fingers. So I assume that means he's potentially committing tomorrow at noon. Lane, today, Kip, now. Lane Kiffin says, do me a favor and keep your eye on all the rides the next 48 hours, please. So they must be expecting a whole lot coming in the next 48 hours. So the rumor is Tulu's today. Tulu on Twitter okay. said tomorrow at noon, cross fingers. So meaning tomorrow. No, that was 11 hours ago. Oh, so, so today, today at noon. Yes. Great. So I get to pre-ride another story now that might mean that he's getting in line at some restaurant and he hopes he gets in it's possible today at noon it's possible there might be like a new iphone or something coming out today at noon i mean I, who knows rule nothing out but it's also possible that he's announcing a college choice that's very possible that's that is i guess he was at the state basketball game last night he said to hump tonight 18 hours ago they lost to tennessee right they were tied at the half. It's the last thing I saw. I don't know. <laughs> Can't keep up, yeah, man. I don't know. That, that was not where my focus is. Who won the Kentucky game? Did they beat Georgia? They blew Georgia out in the second half. Okay. Yeah, they came alive. Tashiboy had like a hell of a night. I know you're shocked there. He, what are you laughing at? I don't know. I don't, this show so far is just scattered. It's That's what today is. It, it, just, it just is what it is. I mean, it... I'm going to kind of get some stuff out of the way, and then we'll start shooting. Them. So who else are we looking for? We're looking for Tulu. Yeah. I'm going to talk about Walker Howard, but I'm going to talk about Walker Howard in a minute when I get to the other thing. Okay. I'm going to put all that in a pile. Yeah, because that's... And that's going to take a minute, so I'm getting everything else That's a lot of, of stuff. So who yeah. else are we looking for? Tulu. They had the defensive back from North Texas that was in. Yeah. I'm going to assume that probably happens. Are they still in on that Tennessee kid? From a few days ago, or that do something that do something else. I don't know. Okay. And I've asked about the center from Miami. I don't have an answer. Okay. I've asked about Mike Wright, who put out a tweet yesterday, sort of saying he was to, leaving his apartment for the last time. And I asked two people at at Vanderbilt. Yes, one was Chris Lee, but some uh, somebody else, and they said they didn't think Mike yet really knew where he was going. Oh, really? Well, it doesn't make sense here at this point. Unless it's to play a variety of positions and be a well, sure. A Swiss Army knife. Which is possible. I mean, Mike's not going to play quarterback at the NFL level. So figure out a way where so you're you, going to like a place and have fun and get on the field, however that, whatever that Well, if you're trying to create NFL stock and you trust that Ole Miss will let you develop into a guy that plays some different things, maybe that's something for him. Or maybe he's going someplace to just go play quarterback because he can because he could go down a level and be a pretty good quarterback for a year. Yeah, there's Monty whatever too, the linebacker. Oh, the Alabama. Yeah. Guy, yeah. I, there's a lot of dudes in the portal, okay? I'm there, I'm, I'm behind on that one. I'm, I'll be honest. I, is that him or is that the when they're a kid from Louisville? Yeah. No, it's him. Okay. What is that kid's name? Was it Monty Montgomery? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it's the Louisville kid. Yeah, they were in on him. I did confirm that. Okay. So who knows? A lot going on. A lot of dudes. Gaddy is the defensive back from North Texas. Montgomery is the linebacker from Louisville. Okay. And I've asked about Mike Ride and Ja'Kai Clark, and I'm not getting answers, which usually 
Usually that means no. No, usually it's an affirmative answer. Oh, uh, okay. Usually if there's just a no, I get a no. Well, that's helpful. To a degree. I mean, at some point, Dylan uh, Ole Miss was kicking tires on Dylan Johnson, the state running back. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Don't know where that stands. I don't know. Kicking tires on a lot of dudes. Kicking a lot of tires. Got a lot of baits in the bait in the ocean. Whatever your metaphor choice is. Lots of rods in there. A lot of rods in the in the, in the water. Yeah. Uh, okay, again, we're going to get to some silly stuff in a minute. Before we do that, we need to at least talk about this. Uh, you mentioned it. Yeah, Kentucky 85-71 over Georgia. Georgia led by eight at the half, and then Kentucky just blew them out 51-29 after, uh, after intermission. Oh. Toshibwe, 37 points, 24 boards last night for Kentucky. So that was a day. Um, this episode of the podcast brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed. Feel like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you may be more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Look, I know sometimes you know you get help from friends and family, but sometimes you need professional. Somebody with no preconceived notions. Somebody can help you sort it out from the very beginning. They don't have any knowledge, any emotions to it. It's all about you and getting better with whatever it is that ails you. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. Slash MPW podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. They want to thank Rebel Nation for the incredible support in 2022 for your generosity. The Champions Now campaign nearing $52 million. They're looking forward to an even bigger 2023. So for info info on that or Ole Miss Athletics in general, give to athletics.com is the website. And then uh, with basketball season heating up the men's and women's programs, Show your support for their efforts on the court by signing up for the Pledge Per Win campaign. You can sign up to pledge a specific amount for every Rebel win and earn blue priority points through every donation. Visit givetoathletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss, Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com, seven different flavors available for you. You can get everything from their newest option, the New Orleans-style barbecue. It is my new favorite. The signature is a favorite as well. Very versatile options. The full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter, the French Quarter Alfredo, or the Simply Shrimp, so you can season yourself for those with a few more discerning of a palate. But either way, you get it shipped directly to your door, and in fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. Again, primeshrimp.com. We've been telling you the last few days, it is king cake season with Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Let them help you out with a king cake from now. All you need is 24 hours notice. You call up. They've got some new flavors. They've got their uh, their cheesecake flavor, which was a huge hit, the pecan praline, the new blueberry cheesecake, all the different options there at Johnston Hill Creamery, all their cheeses locally and in-house every day 
order right online. Go to their Instagram page, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync to be your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. You can also transfer those medications. You can do that easily. You make one phone call. They take care of the rest. GM Tyson Drugs, 662-236-2222. He's pretty good. He's a good player. They've, yeah. they've got a good team. They're going to figure it out a little bit. Uh, Tennessee wins 70-59 in Starkville. Okay. They outscored them 47-36 after the break, and it was tied at 23. Ziegler with 24 for uh, for Tennessee. That state's problem is they can they – can, play this lockdown defense but they can't score and yeah. so you can't take advantage of it and then when a team like like tennessee that's got three guys who can score goes on that run when they kind of figure it out you can't answer and then uh, alabama did win and cover yesterday in nashville they yep. won 78 66 uh miller goes for 30 and 10 for the tide last night did you so. see what nate Oates said i did i did i mean i did nate my man So you consulted Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis. I mean, who's next? Ray Carruth? <laughs> I mean. Oh, Dylan Simon with Washington. Okay, see, I missed that. All okay. Right, good. Yeah. Whatever. That was a new one to me. I was like, man, I thought I was yeah. keeping up pretty well. I mean, literally what was going through my head was, I've been really trying hard on this. And how did I not know that? What was Nate trying to accomplish? I mean, look. He went through a situation and still played. Yeah, he did. I mean, he did. You're, you're, what else did he say? Because so, about, about, just. Well, it caught me off guard because I, I know well, I thought it was a joke. Well, I know we're shocked here. I saw some Alabama media member praising Notes Oates press conference. So, and then I saw that, and I went, "Hold on, I, I can't be both. Can't be both." I'm really confused. It just was a bad idea. Yeah, reading from AL.com, speaking publicly for the second time since Sunday's arrest of Darius Miles for capital murder, Alabama men's basketball coach Nate Oates revealed Tuesday he spoke to former NFL linebacker Ray Lewis in the wake of the incident. His daughter, quote, his daughter went to Alabama a year and a half ago. Uh, this was on the Crimson Tide Sports Network, so I guess he told this to Chris Stewart. Uh, he went through a similar situation in Atlanta. He played in the NFL. He told me what he, what he thought guys needed to uh, to hear. I just thought he's been through, you know, a tragic situation. One of the more mentally tough athletes in my time. His daughter went to Alabama, so I was able to get his number. I talked to him. He didn't talk to the team or anything, but he kind of talked to me. It's a man of fate. Just kind of told me to share a little word with him, pray with him. That's what they need right now. His daughter went to school here a year and a half ago, so she's pretty shook up by the whole situation, too. Oats. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Hernandez wasn't available. I mean... <laughs> Not, I'm not laughing. Just, yeah, I just don't understand. Just a bad idea. 
Can't you just, I mean, the, the answer there, Nate, is I just can't comment about an ongoing investigation. Um, I saw bottom of the screen last night that it was Darius Miles' weapon. He did not fire the shots. Right. He provided the weapon. Yeah. Which, yeah. does that mean in an active situation, you hand the guy a weapon and go shoot it? Or do you, did he ask for the weapon and you gave it to him and, and I, you didn't and I know? know. And, I, and I think that's what they're trying to. Because that was the reason they were both initially charged with what they were, was that the Tuscaloosa County Police or Sheriff's Department said that both their actions led to the fatality. Right. Was how they phrased the reason for the dual charges there to both of them. And the other guy was a felon, correct? I don't know. Okay. There was some speculation about that last night that he was a felon, which would have also led to aggravated, aggravating charges. Oh, really? That's what I was told. Um, yeah. So I, that he was a, it was a previously convicted felon. I, I don't know that to be the case. I just was told that. Um, and then again to it, uh, Ole Miss knocking off South Carolina. 70-58 last night. Matt goes for 23-9 and nine for the uh, the Rebels last night. Played well. He did play well. Yeah, he played really well. They hit some threes last night. Mm-hmm. Um, they go 10 for 24, 41% from uh, the three-point line. Boy, they could have used that a few times earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, and, and here's what they did. And again, South Carolina's bad. Um, yes. Offensively, and I've watched a lot of Ole Miss and Mississippi State, South Carolina had one of the worst offensive nights. Like, just – can't put the ball in the hoop. I mean, it's 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 bad. Um, frankly, their stats were better than I thought they would be. They went 36-25-61, and that was better than I thought they were given given what it looked like in real time. Um, but where you give Ole Miss credit is that they had a big lead at the break, and South Carolina did go on a run right at the start of the second half, which that's what's hit Ole Miss is everybody has gone on a run at some point, and then they've had no response. There's been no come back they've been able to stop it and then that's that that's dictated the game and it was a stretch last night where south carolina went on a run cut it to three i think i think it was 32 29 was was where it got and then Ole miss actually got out kind of with some quick transition they had some open looks south carolina lost morell on a on, on a three on the wing he hits it and they really put the game away from there and, and played pretty well and it shows you how much I mean, keep it in context. I mean, Ole Miss, again, they beat South Carolina. But just from an in a vacuum standpoint, they actually had some confidence. And when you do that, you're not as you're not as scared to take that early three in the shot clock to just play basketball a little bit. I mean, when you watch Ole Miss, it hasn't been fun at all to watch this season because they play so hesitantly and they have to get deep in the shot clock. And there's no movement that looks athletic in the way right. they play. And then they miss so many shots. They actually got into some successful game flow last night from a basketball standpoint. Um, so again, what does that mean moving forward? I don't know. They play Arkansas here uh, uh, or in Fayetteville on Saturday. I don't know a start time for that. Maybe Neil does. And then they play Missouri at six o'clock Tuesday back here home at the Pavilion. So nine and nine overall, one and five in the SEC. South Carolina eight and ten now, one and four in the. Uh, in the SEC. There's but. a decent chance that they're going to be playing another one and five team in Fayetteville really? on Saturday. Arkansas's one and four, and they play at Missouri tonight. Oh, I didn't realize they were one and four. And they'll have their hands full in, in Como. Now they can win that game, but they'll have their hands full. Next up for the Rebels at Arkansas, Missouri at home, at Oklahoma State, Kentucky at home. Next four. Then at Nashville, at Georgia. They get South Carolina back at home. A lot of games left. Yeah. 
They're one in one in five, so they're one third of the way through the SEC schedule. Six, twelve, eighteen. That's that ULM math, baby. And then the game against Oklahoma State. Yeah. Says in the stream, Nick Smith coming back next week. So the Rebels would miss him at least. He's been missed by them. Uh, he's, I mean, obviously a guy who's a top five pick in the draft was missed when he's not there. But he he also gives them a weapon on the wing that they don't don't really have right now. They have they have really missed he and uh, Brazil, the Missouri transfer that got hurt. So like, what is their with Nick back? Like, what is their ceiling now? I mean, because they were a team where they had everybody. They were a Final Four team. Um, I mean, I still think they could be a second weekend team if okay. if Smith is healthy. He changes everything for them. They don't they don't have that perimeter shooting that you really need unless they can find a way. They've got a kid named uh, Pinion, a freshman from Arkansas, that they can play him on the wing and he can really shoot it. But now he can't guard me. So they've got to they've got to find a way to hide his defense and play his offense. Brazil was helping them because he was making threes. I mean that would be a success with the injuries to to get to the second weekend. Grian mentioned it. I'll I'll go over it really fast just for anybody who's curious. Uh, still a week away, but the uh, SEC Big Twelve Challenge as they do every year now. Auburn at West Virginia, Alabama at Oklahoma. Iowa State at Missouri, Texas Tech at LSU, TCU at Mississippi State, Arkansas at Baylor, Texas at Tennessee. It's a nursing game. Florida at Kansas State, South Carolina at Georgia, Kansas at Kentucky, Ole Miss at Oklahoma State, and Vanderbilt at Texas A&M because they have a different number of teams there. So there's a, there's that one. Uh, speaking of, I guess Kansas State, Florida. Keontae Johnson goes for 24 last night as uh, Kansas State knocked off Kansas in triple overtime in Manhattan last night. Is that where he is? Mm-hmm. Playing well. Yeah. Playing Mike, really well. Mike and I talked about him for a minute on Saturday. Yeah. Kansas State ranked 12th, 13th in the country before the win last night. Kansas was two. Yeah, Florida would not clear him. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> I mean... Without knowing everything that happened, it's hard to pass judgment on it. But if he's out, and good for him, by the way. He's a great kid. That was a scary deal. Oh, it was terrible. Just fell out on the floor. I mean, you know, that's in November of a season that you're, he's the preseason All-SEC player, preseason SEC player of the year, and he's basically dead on the floor there for a moment. You don't think that shook the kids up a little. And then once you try to get back to, hey, let's play basketball. Okay, and let's do it without our best player, and let's fix this in December. That's hard. I mean, it... Let me look at Arkansas, right? I mean, they were were a rolling ball of butcher knives, and then they lose Brazil and Smith, and suddenly you're not very good. It's hard to make adjustments once the season gets going when you lose your best player. You know, when you lose your fifth best player, you can kind of fix some things. But when you lose the top guy... the mentality of your team changes. Other people try to do too much. Well, thank God he's okay. Sure. But Keontae Johnson stays healthy and Mike White's still at Florida. Probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, probably. Yeah, it's just... Because it's, they would have made the tournament. and it, Florida's a weird place. Like, they're already in the process of, like, 
running Billy Napier off. They don't get credit for being as weird as they are. No. They really don't. Everybody goes, oh, no, it's just a great athletic department. It's like, no. Well, and here's the other thing, too, and I feel like I can say this now. I mean, we'll talk about Walker Howard in a bit. In a minute, yeah. He's got a lot of connections to Florida because of his relationship with Billy Napier. Billy Napier was the coach at Lafayette for the longest time, and and, and Walker grew up in Lafayette. His dad, Jamie uh, Howard, the former LSU quarterback, pretty big person in Lafayette. They knew the Napiers. And Billy Napier wanted Walker Howard to come to Florida. They tried to get a visit, tried really hard to get a visit, and they didn't get one in large part because Florida was a bad cultural fit. Because when you grow up in the South, and Lafayette's the South, Gainesville, Florida might as well be New Jersey. And that's starting, I'm telling you, that's hitting them a little bit. It's a weird place. So you're not buying Napier. I'm buying Napier. I'm not buying Florida. You're not buying Napier at Florida. I'm not buying anybody at Florida. Who's ever won at Florida? Steve Spurrier, who won everywhere he ever went. And Urban Meyer. Steve Spurrier won at Duke, and he won at South Carolina. He did. Urban Meyer, bad person, wins wins everywhere he ever goes (laughs) in college. He won big at Utah. He won big at Florida. And he won big at Ohio State. And he could probably go to someplace else and win big. Now, he'd... But he'd win big. (laughs) Grimy as all hell, but... Who else? Was Ron Zook a terrible coach? I don't I don't think so. I think Michael Wayne won the East one time. Mullen won the East one time. Yeah, but it. I mean, those are good coaches. Michael Wayne's a good coach. Dan Mullen was a good coach. Did a good job at Mississippi State. He did. He goes to Florida. It's a failure. Yeah. Well, at some point. Mirror. I mean, is Jim McElwain a horrible coach? No. Is Dan Mullen a horrible coach? You can dislike him, but is he a horrible no. coach? No, he's not. No. He went to Florida and failed. I mean, Billy Napier won really big at ULL. Dominated that league. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Across both sports, it's there's the one-off, but it's been mostly coaches who have done it. Basketball and and football at Florida. They had obviously the Billy Donovan run. He wins back to back national titles. They make the either the championship game of the Final Four under was that Kruger? Yeah. Before that? With the Final Four. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike was a game against South Carolina away from the Final Four. Yeah. Got popped by basically just this destiny yeah. South Carolina team. Yeah. Team that got super hot. Frank Martin made the final four. Yeah. And they fired him. And now he's, where's he at? I don't know where he's at. Where's Frank? UMass or somewhere? Is he? Somewhere. Is he doing okay? Doing better than they're doing at South Carolina. Anyway. That's a good point. Florida State and Miami being better hurts Florida. Or no? I mean, I guess. I just think Florida's weird. Georgia being dominant hurts Florida. Yeah, Florida State being good hurts Florida, but Georgia being dominant hurts Florida. South Carolina being competitive. The fact that all these schools can dip into Florida and get players. Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Yeah, everybody gets in there. Alabama dips in there. Auburn gets in there. People go get players out of there. So, lead in. Walker Howard headed to Ole Miss. He commits this morning on Twitter. Yep. Been committed. Whatever. Planning this for a bit here. I think he's basically been committed since Sunday. Ole Miss... Beat out TCU as finalists. Florida, Missouri both try to get in there. I guess Auburn tried to get in there to some extent, um, as well as plenty more. He was uh, a five-star out of the 2022 class, headed to LSU. He was the number 20 overall player in the country yep. out of uh, St. Thomas Moore there in Lafayette. Um, six foot 186 is what rivals had him at at the, at the time. I have no idea. LSU's got him at six one one. I'm assuming Rivals actually has the real things because they measure those guys at camps, and Walker Howard would have been highly rated enough for him to be measured. So yes. I'm, my assumption is that's actually correct. That was certainly that accurate board. going into his senior year. Yeah, sure. And again, he could have. I think grown. He's, he's grown a little bit. I'm sure. Yeah, so six foot and a half, whatever. Again, LSU lists him at six one, so he's somewhere between six <laughs> foot and six one. Okay, there you go. All right, <laughs> really athletic kid. He's got a good arm. Frankly, of the of the he and Garrett Nussmeyer and Jaden Daniels, pretty much everyone there will tell you that that Walker Howard had the most arm talent. He's got some uh, got some things to work on from a technique standpoint that um, Tyler was talking about yesterday, and some of the LSU people said this as well. Um, has a tendency. He's very he's athletic. He's a willing runner. He'll get out of the pocket, extend plays. Sometimes when he throws off platform. His technique gets off a little bit, and the ball sails on him. It's something he has to work on. That's fixable. Um, very smart. Uh, great kid. Has all the intangibles. Great leadership skills. His deal at LSU was pretty simple. He was the scout team quarterback last year. Jaden Daniels came back. Garrett Nussmeyer is viewed inside that program as the quarterback of the future. Oh, really? Yeah. 
whether he is or isn't, we'll see. But inside that program, that's how they view it. They really like Nussmeyer. Daniels got hurt at the end of the year. Um, and in December, when they kind of said, hey, let's internally, let's put these guys against each other a little bit. Let's see what we think. They like them both. They wanted to keep Howard. But Howard's concern was, I'm going to end up being the scout team quarterback for another year. So we're getting to something here. He loved LSU. His dad was a player at LSU. He grew up an LSU fan. His dad really didn't want him going to LSU out of high school. Didn't think it was the best fit. Didn't think it was the best idea. But he let Walker make his own decision. And Walker chose LSU for a lot of family reasons. Walker's mother passed away several years ago from an illness. Um, I think some of that was wanting to do something that maybe would have made her happy, made her excited. Um, he got to LSU. He made a ton of friends, really enjoyed it. He left for football reasons. He was happy at LSU. His girlfriend's still at LSU. She made the trip with him to Oxford, to Fort Worth. He's He's got a lot of friends at LSU. He enjoyed it. This is a football decision because he needed to go someplace where he could start to develop. It's hard to develop when you're not getting reps, when all you're doing is getting scout team reps, when this week you're Bryce Young and next week you're um, Jackson Dart and the next week you're Hendon Hooker, right? I'm just making stuff up. You know what I mean? When you're the scout team guy, you don't get your reps in your system to get ready to play on Saturday. Sure. You get reps to help your defense get ready for the next game. You're not running your offense. You don't even wear your number in practice. And you're not throwing the guys who are playing on Saturday. You're throwing the guys who are way down the depth chart, are being redshirted, or frankly, walk-ons. So you're not even you're not you're not developing. He left for that reason. And yeah, I'm super sourced on this. You know <clears throat> that. I've talked to a yeah. ton of people. I know. Um so he picks Ole Miss. Which says, okay, so let's take a look at Ole Miss's quarterback situation. Um, Luke Altmaier transferred to Illinois. He did. Jackson Dart, as of this moment, to my knowledge, still here. Returning starting quarterback, played pretty well for a first-year guy last year. Started 13 games. Yeah. Jackson is draft eligible after next season, um, but he also has multiple years of eligibility remaining. Kincaid Dent. Went Gradu senior night. Graduates in May, went to senior night. And look, I, if I'm wrong here, if any of my family members are listening, feel free to hit me up. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, what I hear about Kincaid is that it's likely that he's going to go someplace next season and go play. Either he, way. I, he gets it, his degree at Ole Miss in yeah, May. I will be a little surprised if he is on Ole Miss's football roster following spring practice. Yes. They need him here in the spring, frankly. For reps and yeah. such. And, and yeah. Anyway, my guess is that he graduates in May, enters the portal, and finds a place to go play quarterback for a year. And why in that realm, Walker Howard makes all the sense in the world because he completely fixes or removes any quarterback issue from not taking one in last year's class. You've got a five-star quarterback that seems to be able to practice some patience. It's not that he has to walk in and beat out Jackson Dart tomorrow um, here. But it would be easier for him to have patience if the guy who is in front of him was on his final year of eligibility. Sure. 
which leads to the rumor that simply won't go away, and frankly, it's not rumor anymore. There is strong speculation, strong, Mm -hmm. that Spencer Sanders, who was, what, a a three-and-a-half-year starter at Oklahoma State, is going to transfer to Ole Miss. Got banged up last year. Yeah. Had probably his worst statistical season of his career, I think, without looking. Right. So, in a scenario where Spencer Sanders transfers to Ole Miss with one year of eligibility remaining, that's it. We've talked about this with Spencer Sanders. If Spencer Sanders transfers to Ole Miss to compete for a job, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. You don't... If it makes no sense for Spencer Sanders. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it, it, everybody keeps doing the... Well, Ole Miss is just filling the room as many quarterbacks. It's Spencer Sanders, unless you're just coming in and go, hey, I just want to enjoy Oxford for my last season and hang out and hold a clipboard, and nobody thinks that's the case. I mean, come on. That's my point. Right. It's, hold on, why? It, it defies logic. And I know we're going to get hit by all the Pollyannas on the board, but it, 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 it's... Well, I, I mean, I don't care anymore. I mean, hit, hit, hit us it all doesn't you, make sense. Hit us all you want. If Spencer Sanders comes to Ole Miss, someone at Ole Miss told him you'll be the quarterback. In the same way that Jackson Dart came a year ago because somebody at least intimated that you were going to be the quarterback. Now, Jackson was better than Luke, and Jackson was going to win the job. Yeah, of course. But I never, I never really bought, and you didn't either, I don't think, that we're having some super real competition here. It was maybe frustrating, I think, to Kiffin in August that Jackson didn't just run away with the job quicker than he did. But if they bring in Spencer Sanders, they're bringing him in to be the quarterback. Not to compete for the job. Because you wouldn't want to bring him in, him not win the job, and now he's standing in your locker room every day. Yeah, I mean, I, I know everybody gets tired of hearing it. They're not robots. It's good. You, you have a locker room issue in that situation. In a program where locker room issues last year fermented a little bit in November. Yeah. You don't... And it's not just Ole Miss. Locker room issues happen most places. But it happened at Ole Miss, too. So you don't want to invite one in. I'm not saying Spencer Sanders is a bad dude or anything. I'm not, I'm not, but he's 23 years old. He's coming in to be a quarterback. Spencer Sanders wants to play in the NFL. He's not going to go someplace where there's even a chance that he's not winning the job. So if he comes in, it te- the message that I get, I mean, as, as just a, a person with a, a certain degree of common sense, is that, oh, So you're bringing in, let's go back to Walker Howard for a minute. Walker Howard just took these visits. He went to Ole Miss. He went to TCU. Mm -hmm. He left a place that he likes, where his dad played, where he has friends. He left a place where he grew up cheering for and his girlfriend's there. That's a lot, Chase. He left that because he didn't want to be the scout team quarterback again. So he's going to come to Ole Miss, a place that he has no roots, where his girlfriend isn't here and he doesn't have any friends yet to be the scout team quarterback. That probably would have been a red flag in the meeting. I have it on multiple sources that Spencer Sanders name came up in his meetings at Ole Miss. So he has to think Walker Howard does. I'm going to be the backup quarterback. I'm going to come in, learn the system, get backup reps and the guy in front of me is leaving at the end of the season because his eligibility's up. That's not a chemistry deal there. When, so let's look at it from Jackson Dart's standpoint for a minute. 
You bring in Walker Howard. Okay, cool. I mean, you got to recruit other quarterbacks. Yeah, sure. Got to have another quarterback. I mean, yeah, it worse. Jackson darts here two more years. Yeah, in, for Walker Howard standpoint. Right. And so, if you're Jackson and they bring in this guy, you're like, okay, I, I, I mean, I get it. I got to compete. Got to show up. But there's nothing about Jackson to indicate that he's not going to compete and show up. He always competed and showed up. Yeah. But when you bring in Spencer Sanders, you got to go wait, hold up. Why? And so it's my opinion that all these people that are like, hey, pack the room, let the best man win, I just think you're being Pollyanna. If Spencer Sanders is here in the fall, hell, if he's here in the spring, I, I don't see a scenario where Jackson Dart is too. Yeah, it it makes no sense. Again, if Spencer Sanders is coming to Ole Miss to play quarterback and not for some ancillary reason we're unaware of that I don't believe, I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard it. Look, I mean, here's the deal. We're not, I'm, I'm trying not to – Chase this too. I'm trying not to burn sources and whatnot. But at the same time, you hear something consistently. It, it usually has a lot of truth to it. And what we're hearing consistently is they're bringing him in to be the quarterback. Right? You can never have enough people in the room, blah, blah, blah. You want the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Cool, but it's not realistic. Yeah. A fifth-year senior who statistically does not blow away Dart in any way. They're very similar, frankly. I mean, yeah. And I've seen people do the Alabama thing when they had Tua and and Bryce Young and Mac Jones. They all came out of high school. Yeah, and they were staggered. Yeah, they were quarterbacks out of classes that came in and right. had decided to stay at that point. Right. Spencer Sanders can't stay for another year. He's here one semester. He either wins the job one and plays, semester. or he made a horrible mistake. Now, the other school that's mentioned for him is Auburn. I don't know what's going on there. I know there were a couple of projections for him. I don't do the crystal ball thing. I don't keep up with what happens at on three or two, four, seven, but I, I was told that there was some Auburn buzz with him yesterday, but that most of the buzz was on on Ole Miss, and frankly, I talked to someone in Oklahoma yesterday who said everyone there says it's Ole Miss. In 2021, Spencer Sanders completed 62% of his passes for 2,839 yards at 7.3 on average, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions in 2021. Again, I'm, last year, 26-42, but there was some injuries and stuff and whatever, so I'm trying to keep that as fair as possible. Jackson Dart, this past season, in his first season as the Ole Miss quarterback, Pulling that up. I'll do it. Here it is. Jackson Dart stats from this season. 62.4%, basically the same. 8.2 on average, just a little higher. 20 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 2,974 yards. Statistically, same guy. Yeah. Jackson's run the ball better than Spencer Sanders has over the course of his career. I, it's not like there's some – it's not – Hey, you're going to get Bryce Young, where it's, oh God, look, wow, you can't turn that down. It's it's the same guy. I would be curious to talk to football people about Spencer Sanders' decision making in the passing game. That's the knock on Jackson. Whether it's legit or not, I have no idea. I'm not a football I, I don't know football well enough. Passing game or reading defenses to get into the correct play. I'm not sure. Okay. I mean yeah, because I mean we've heard the same things. They question decision making, but I don't know if that means right live ball or pre snap. And I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know whether it's legit. 
I, I don't know. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, no, I'm, no. I'm not I'm not enough of a football geek to do that. I'm not Dan Orlovsky here. So, but that's the deal. Walker Jones tweets this morning, uh, quote tweeting the Walker Howard tweet says, and we ain't done. So everyone, everyone's doing this thing and it leads you to, but it leads you to one, like, like if, if I'm Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders announces his commitment today, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you're calling somebody going, hey, so you just want to be a GA later? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And again, it's not that Jackson's afraid of competition. Don't go down that road. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about these are humans. Yeah, but no, but if you're Jackson Dart and you started last season and then you get benched, is he going to get the two snaps? Because then if you're Walker Howard, you're like, wait a minute, hold up. This is, this is, this is not complicated. It's it's really not. It, it's it's just the reason that the reason that Walker Howard chose a, wanted out of LSU. If all three quarterbacks are on the roster, it's the exact situation he's stepping into here in that scenario. The exact situation. Unless Jake Daniels make, will be gone at the end of the at the end of the fall in, in LSU. Unless you're going to take the loser of Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders and make, them and make the him third the scout team. team quarterback. Which good, good luck with that. How's that going over? I mean, I'm going to sit here and admit to you, I just don't get it. I 1,000% get Walker Howard. Walker Howard makes all the sense in the world. Uh, completely. Major victory. Because you, you go out and land, basically you landed a five-star quarterback. Yeah. Seamless. No problems. Makes all the sense in the world. The other one tells me that somebody's gone. And Walker Howard didn't come to Ole Miss to wait till 2025 to be the quarterback. No. no. no he wants to be the quarterback in 2024. Yeah, he wants to be the starter in 2024. Intends to be the starter in 2024. There to get the number two reps, to be ready to go, to push the starter, whoever the starter is, and to be ready to step in. And it's a much easier decision on his part if the starter is out of eligibility at the end of the season. It also means Ole Miss again needs a quarterback. Well, sure. But now you're doing it the more traditional way. Are you? I don't know. But Just hear me out. Again, hypothetical people. We're doing a podcast, and it's January the freaking 18th, okay? Let's say Dart leaves. Just for the hypothetical, okay? Okay. Got me? Yep. I mean, nobody can rule that out right now. No. So just hypothetical. Spencer Sanders is gone at the end of the year, and you're still left with one quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's Walker Howard. Yep. You need another quarterback on roster who has eligibility remaining coming into this team. You do. Back into the portal. I mean, I get it, yes. Although at some point, the Jackson Dart thing, would it hurt you in the portal down the road? I don't know. I don't know. In today's college football world, hell, who knows? And yes, Jackson Dart would have to sit out or need a waiver to compete immediately anywhere he went. He's already used his portal. Well, he could grad transfer, actually. I don't know where he's at ac- academically. But at some point, he would be eligible for that should he graduate.
Yeah, you can't simply just go, oh, God, fill the room. It's great. Like that, oh, that doesn't on. make sense. Come on. It's, it's no. You can do that at wide receiver to some degree. Yeah, sure. Although, like Bryson Green, when he was here on his visit, he started asking questions, I'm told. Hey, so this guy's going to get that many balls. This guy's going to get that many balls. Where, 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 do I, balls? where do I fit in? These guys make the, 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 the portal guys. It's a different decision for them. So I, I got to think if I'm Spencer Sanders. Again, if Spencer Sanders is trying to be a, to play, that's it. Well, I gotta, that's the question. I mean, I'm assuming that he, that's my, yeah, I'm, my I'm assuming he wants to play. Yeah. So I'm assuming that he's asking questions. Okay, well, what about at wherever? Let's, let's take Ole Miss out of it. He's at Auburn for a, on a visit. I don't know if he's visited or not. Yeah. Hey, what about Robbie Ashford? Tell me about Ashford. What's what do you, How do you view him? Who else you got? Yeah. What's what going? What's going on with them? I mean, it just stands to reason, logically, that those questions got asked and answered. And if he elects to come, the answer that he got indicated to him that he can be the quarterback. Unless he just, man, Proud Larry's is amazing. Come on. <laughs> this just isn't complicated. Because you're, I just don't understand running. I mean, everybody's confident, but I mean, you're running the risk of I'm just going to beat Jackson Dart out. I mean,. I get he was, I get Spencer Sanders' phone wasn't blowing up. He didn't have ninety-seven FBS starting options. I understand that. Yeah, I don't know what options he had. I, I don't know what what his options were. One of his options was he could, and I know he and Gundy, blah blah blah. He could have stayed at Oklahoma State and been the quarterback in a system that he already knows. So if he's going to come to a new place and learn a new system, terminology, whatever, what? you need reps. It makes no sense for him to go. Yeah, I'm going to go compete, man. He's trying to get to the NFL next year. And people that say, well, he's not an NFL guy. This is perception and reality. He might not be an NFL guy in your eyes, but if he's an NFL guy in his eyes, his perception may as well be reality until it's not. And something tells me they're not saying, hey, you know, we think you're going to be a safety at the college level, so at the pro level, so why don't you come here and move sides of the ball? I'm just going to guess that's not what's happening. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, a lot of sources who have been right are wrong. Suddenly. Happens, but it's rare. You expect resolution on this today? No, but I mean, class starts Monday. If I'm Jackson Dart, I, I, I got to know this before I in, walk into a class on Monday. I do. I got to know this before I walk into a class on Monday. Because I got to think about, I got to think about transferring and filing for a waiver and lawyering up. To be honest, it's not an Ole Miss thing. I'm just, it's him. How do you get out? How do you get another waiver? Mental health, anxiety, need to get closer to home. There's two schools that are really close to home. 
I don't know what the quarterback situation is at BYU, but the quarterback situation is at Utah. I know they have Cam Rising coming off an injury his final season. His dad played at Utah. BYU's right there. I don't know the exact proximity, but it's probably pretty close. I mean, here's the other thing, too. Is Ole Miss spending NIL dollars on Spencer Sanders because would, you don't need to be paying NIL to three quarterbacks. I frankly. would think. They're, they're, Without multiple years of eligibility remaining, yeah, obviously. There's, 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 you know, there's NIL for, for Howard. I don't know how much. I don't. Uh, Howard, NIL was not, per multiple sources, NIL was not a deciding factor for him at all. And, in fact, I was told the majority of his NIL offers, if you will, were basically in the same ballpark. Okay. It was a football decision. Absolutely. Which makes going to a place where you run the risk of being the scout team quarterback nonsensical. He wasn't unhappy as a human being in Baton Rouge. He likes Brian Kelly. There, there were no issues, Chase. He has really good friends on the team. His girlfriend's there. He, he was happy there. This was a football decision. Need to develop. Need to go to a place to get reps. Need to go to a place where you, there's a path to being the starter. That doesn't involve cheering for somebody to get hurt. It's it's math at some point. And maybe I'm wrong. Nussmeyer and Dart are the same age. Yeah. The exact same eligibility remaining. Yeah. And the 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 feeling inside the building at um in Baton Rouge, according to multiple people, is that Nussmeyer is viewed as the quarterback of the future there. And look, they're going to keep recruiting quarterbacks at LSU too, but you know, Jaden Daniels decided to stay. Nussmeyer's a young guy, and Howard thought Howard believed, and they really couldn't promise him otherwise, that he would end up either getting just a handful of backup reps, but primarily he was going to go be the scout team guy. Can't develop like that. He didn't want to do it again. He made a football decision. So you go to a place where you run the risk of being the scout team quarterback or standing on the side watching two guys get the reps. Hard for me to imagine that Spencer Sanders and Jackson Dart are both there, that you're getting many reps in front of them. There aren't but a number of reps in a practice. You don't practice for four freaking hours. This logically doesn't make sense because it puts you so far behind the eight ball, but I'm literally thinking of any possible scenario here, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Spencer Sanders come in, compete in the spring, and then transfer out as a grad transfer for August? I mean, I guess he could. I mean, it, it, that it, would put him so far behind the eight ball anywhere else. It wouldn't It wouldn't put him in the best position to look sharp for NFL scouts. No. And I have to think that's part of his thought process. And maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't think I am, but it's possible. Sure. But you're right. I mean, there's buzz all over Ole Miss football affiliated people that stuff's coming. I'm not making it up. No, I know. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, if I can make it up, I think I'd do something sexier than this. Yeah, we would be going, hey, who's the third team quarterback? Have you heard this CJ Stroud rumor? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. I mean, hey, all right, we're going to do this. 
Howard mm-hmm. transferring the number two story on ESPN.com right now. Yeah. It's pretty high up the marquee there. Oh, it, it, he, he in and of himself is a very, very good player. He has a tremendous upside. And like Tyler said yesterday on McCready and Siski, he's a really high floor. The top story above that is Michigan co-officer coordinator Matt Weiss has been placed on leave, according to the athletic department, as the school's police department told ESPN it's investigating a, quote, report of computer access crimes that occurred in December at the team's football facility. Ooh. They acknowledge in a statement that's investigating potential crime at Schimbeckler Hall. The police released a statement to ESPN when asked specifically about an investigation into Weiss. The statement did not acknowledge anyone by name. Last week, a neighbor of Weiss in Ann Arbor told ESPN that several unmarked cars showed up outside his home in what appeared to be some type of police presence. Um, it's tied to the university police investigation. Yeah, so I don't know. Something going on there with the uh, the Michigan o, uh, OC. Jaden Rashada asking for uh, his release from the University of Florida officially now. See where that goes. Florida reportedly balking on a $13 million NIL package to the uh, young quarterback. (laughs) $13 million. $13 million. So stupid. What was the hope that he would... Very clearly that you could lie. You get him and then figure it out? Lie to him and give him some portion of it and just keep promising and it's the world checks in the mail the world we're in january 18 2023 john cohen's at auburn he freezes auburn and the head of a college football story on espn is florida quarterback recruit Jaden rashada requested a release from his national letter of intent after a 13 million dollar contract fell through according to multiple reports had somebody sent that to you in 2015 and <laughs> you go hold on a minute <laughs> what <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> Help me right now. $13 million. Remember? And oh, remember this? Remember when I told people, hey, I heard six million people like, you're crazy. Like, okay. There's a four year $13 million deal. I'm spread out. When I heard six million, it was like, oh, no, 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 you're crazy. The financial backing fell through, however. The Greater Collective terminated <laughs> the binding agreement and left Florida coach Billy Napier to scramble to try to get Rashad to campus. <laughs> wonder how that conversation went between Billy and some head of the collective over there at, at the Gator Nation. Jaden, have you seen the chocolate waterfall inside yeah. our building? Have, I mean, do you have you looked at the cold tub? It is amazing. Uh, Coach, uh, $13 million. No, no, no I, I, I want to talk about uniforms. We have the jump man. Have you seen the jump? I mean, it is so. We're the only SEC school we're, for we're now. It. We're it. With the jump man. Now, I don't see how Rashada would have legal action unless they wrote the contract in a way to be the stupidest people on earth because there are so many out clauses in these contracts. Yeah, no, he he has no... Well, it says here the situation could have long-term ramifications for Napier as representatives could file a lawsuit against the Gator Collective and maybe even the athletic department. That that feels reachy. Billy's like, you know, maybe I should have listened to South Carolina. Like I said, Shane looks happy. Yeah. You know, Mississippi State wasn't so bad. Gosh, Josh looks really happy at Tennessee. 
Florida. I mean, again, this is the bottom of the story, and I'm not making fun because I mean, some of these charges are very serious, but mm-hmm. the Gators badly need the all-important quarterback position, need help at the all-important quarterback position. They lost Anthony Richardson to the NFL draft, dismissed backup Jalen Kitten following arrest on child porno- not pornography charges. They had Emory Jones and Carlos Del Rio Wilson transfer last spring. They signed Wisconsin transfer Graham Mertz. Oh, great. To compete for the starting job alongside Jack Miller III, and they're currently trying to land LSU quarterback Walker Howard. Oh, my God. Well, I saw Jack Miller play against Oregon State. Now, this isn't fair. I know. It was one game. Yeah. It was his first start against a good team in a bowl game playing with checked-out teammates. But I didn't see anything from Jack Miller that made me go, oh, yeah, they're good. And Graham Mertz is fine. I watched a lot of Graham Mertz over the years. Fine is that's it chilies it, it yeah come on chilies i mean he can he's fine he can get you through he's fine the situation <laughs> i bet pro football like, focus does this thing called big time throws i bet Mertz's number is pretty low in that category he is i'd like the queso and the cheeseburger and just give me the two for one on the bud light that's it not gonna be gourmet but it's it's a meal. You can get through it. Not particularly healthy. You're never going to remember it. You're never going to talk about it. But it served its purpose. That's Graham Mertz. And if that's what you ask, you of, don't go hungry. If that's what you ask of Graham Mertz, you're going to be okay. But if you say, "Hey, go beat Georgia," no, 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 that's not on the menu. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, you, you're at Chili's. You go. I want the tomahawk ribeye. No, well, no, no, we, we don't we, serve that. We don't serve that. Okay. Well, then Cajun I, chicken pasta. I tell you what. I'd like a bone-in fillet no. with no, no, we no, 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 no. We have a sirloin. <laughs> well, kind of looks like that. Well done, by the way. That's what we have. No, no, that's not what I want. Well, that's what you. That, that's where you are, champ. Yeah. That's Graham Mertz. Chili's. And that's to my point. When you go to Chili's and you're like, get off the main menu and you're like, hey, what about this uh, pasta? No, 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 no. Go back. Get the burger. Just get the burger. You're good. That's all it's going to be, and that's Graham Mertz. He's so, going to beat Vanderbilt. He might even beat Kentucky. The last guy didn't beat Vanderbilt. Well, okay, fair. No, they're in trouble. And if you if you if your reputation becomes the, you know your florida that Ve- that vegas over under is going to be higher than it should be go ahead and jump on your florida under next year if you get the reputation for you make promises in recruiting that you can't fulfill good luck that's it good luck don't over promise always under promise forgot they had Mertz. They're thankful they have Mertz. Dude, if they didn't have Mertz, they're not even at Applebee's anymore. Who did Iowa get? The Michigan kid? Yeah, they got McNamara. Yeah. So they improved. Yeah, they did. Well, well no, they, they fired Brian French up? No. Is he saying? I mean. Is he saying? It, it's certainly possible. How that? They're the number one defense in the country. Yep. I told you this. Yeah, All year, everybody kept making Iowa jokes. I'm like, have you watched their defense? They're really, really good. Had really the number one good. defense in the country with that offense, which means you're on the field 
Non freaking stop. Yeah, no, they were really good. Jesus. Yeah, now I get it. There'll be more silly seasons today. It's coming. I mean, it certainly uh, looks like it. Yeah, today, I mean, I, tomorrow. I'm, I'm trying to find out what stories I need to pre-write. Lane said the next 48 hours. That's what he said. Good enough. I mean, I'm guessing the DB. I'm guessing the linebacker. And at this point, I'm guessing Tulu. Or maybe a quarterback. Or maybe Spencer Sanders. I am kind of expecting Tulu. That just feels that way. Yeah. It feels like we get another chapter in the the angst today. He will melt down publicly. I doubt. Something tells me it's not all legit. I'll go over to Gene's page and check he'll, it out. He'll give them the vitriol that they're looking for. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. Kind of his, I mean, it's, it's almost kind of the expectation now. So. You have any thoughts on, I'm guessing you don't, uh, Ivan Provorov with the Flyers? Did you see this? I have no idea what you're talking about. So it was uh, Pride Night last night for the Flyers. Okay. And Philadelphia. Hockey. Yeah, hockey, okay. NHL. Gotcha. And in Not Dayton. Pre-game, the team wore a rainbow jersey for warm-ups. Okay. okay. He's a Russian Orthodox. Oh, okay. If you've kept up with a lot of what's going on sure. in Russia. And yeah. He declined to go warm up. His quote. I respect everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. And, of course, in today's society, he's getting crucified. I'm completely with Ivan Provorov here. No, when it's legitimate, I have no issue with anything anybody does that is religious-based to, to, to make a decision. I have no, no issue there you, at all. You, he didn't disrespect anyone. He didn't insult anyone. He didn't condemn anyone. Yeah, he made no. a decision based on his faith. That, that was his decision and his decision alone. And he gets condemned by our, our field goes after everybody who's not just if you're not if you're not team woke, you are you're you're they're they're after you. I'm I, I completely understand it. Boy, the reaction on Twitter though is Which is part of the problem. Reaction on Twitter is so negative against him, you know. I mean, he, he's he's a bigot, he's whatever. No, I mean he he made a decision based on his his individual faith, and he did not try to push his faith on anyone else. Um, Lane Kiffin tweeting out that the Kennedy hit from Alabama is in the portal. Um, so the linebacker, yeah, is that a clue? I don't know. That's up to you guys to go down that road. I'm simply <sighs> relaying the news. It's typically a clue. It's typically a clue. Yeah, as someone says, you know, respect is a two-way street. When Sean looks like he was like out at dinner with Blackwell or something, he's tweeting, Lane retweeting that. Who was? Uh, Quinshawn Judkins. I'm, just, oh, okay. I'm going down Lane's Twitter feed. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Apropos of nothing. Who um, picked up the bill, Quinshawn or Blackwell? They make about the same amount. <laughs> yeah. We're going halvesies here. Actually, I think, I think Quinshawn makes more. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I got this, Coach. Don't worry about it. Hey, Coach. <laughs> I know you got it. I mean, I, you got I, a family and you stuff. You got to pay I those bills this. from Christmas. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. 
Jeffrey Wright tomorrow morning on the show. We'll talk some NFL playoffs, some lines. We'll get Neil's picks up at some point here over the uh, the course of the weekend. I think Rippy had a big week um, from just ju- judging at it, it looked like. Uh, Brian and Jeffrey both went four and two. Oh, okay. Just one game. Actually, actually, Brian, you, me, and Brian all went three and three. Oh, we did. Jeffrey went four and two. Okay. Gotcha. So there is, uh, there's that. We'll have that up and then talk to Jeffrey, NFL, college football, and whatever craziness comes to you today. So hope all of you have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.